This is the KPMG Investment Management Perspectives Podcast. Today, we'll hear about the top considerations private fund C-suite executives should consider with the new administration. Hi, I'm Matt Giordano, Deputy Practice Leader for KPMG's Public Investment Management Practice and an audit partner for our Boston office. I'm excited to speak with Norm Champ today. Norm's a partner in the Investment Funds Group at Kirkland and & Ellis, and he's also the former director of the SEC's Division of Investment Management. And on top of that, I've had the distinct pleasure of working with Norm at the commission, and not only is he an excellent attorney, but he's a great boss. Uh, Norm, great to see you today. Pleasure to be here, Matt. Thanks so much. So, Norm, the dust is, is starting to settle, and it looks like we have a new chair of the SEC, and we're beginning to see the potential impacts of this new administration on the funds practice. Um, you know, of course, President Biden had an executive order halting any new rules that are about to go into the public uh, register. If I'm a C-level executive, what do I need to focus on? So I think for an investment advisor in the private fund space, I would think about a couple big issues, one of which is, yes, any rules that haven't made it into the Federal Register, including the new marketing rule, uh, look like they're going to be held in abeyance for a while and potentially could not go into effect. Uh, in addition, I think big picture, we should focus on the fact that the efforts by the prior commission to expand the access to private fund investments for retail investors, I think those efforts will not be heard from again uh, for uh, quite a while. And then if we kind of drill down into some of the potential new issues, if I were at the C-level suite of the investment advisor private funds, I'd be thinking about whether there's going to be either additional mandated performance standards on the funds or, or reporting. Uh, second topic would be debt, use of debt in private fund transactions and whether there might be some attention there by the SEC valuation of private fund investments, which has been a hot topic, I think will continue to be so. And then I think the big question is whether the new commission starts looking at fiduciary duty uh, that advisors owe to their clients with a different lens and potentially imposing different substantive requirements. Good points. So one thing that you mentioned was data, and we've seen the SEC really focus on data when it comes to public 40 Act funds, right, when it comes to NPORT um, and some of the other rules, even the magic tool where they look at some of the 40 fund, forty Act funds. You know, where do you think you will see data use and in, in also performance metrics for private funds? I think this is the big question is, is it, are they going to try to mandate performance standards or will it simply be more reporting about performance as it's calculated now? I think the big one to watch here would be, is there a change in the privacy of Form PF? So most private funds of a certain size fill out Form PF, um, private fund managers. So you could see, I think, maybe a movement to make Form PF public, maybe parts of it public. So that's where I'd be watching. Great points. So you mentioned debt, too. And when we think about the 40 Act, there's limits on debt. Um, do you think there'll be limits on, on private debt? It's kind of a similar theme here, right? Will it be that private fund managers are required to report more about the debt uh, that they take on when they buy portfolio companies? 
And if you think about um, some of the examples that have gone before where, and the one I always think of is the venture capital exemption for advisors. And that was based on whether the investor, the investment by the fund took on debt or not. I could see potentially some sort of drawing a distinction among advisors around debt. And then the question is going to be, is it just reporting of debt that is used in M&A transactions, or is it going to be any sort of attempt to limit that debt? I would expect more on reporting in the beginning and then potentially maybe some, some more substantive ideas of limiting debt. But if you look over at Congress and see some of the proposals last year from the Democratic side, some of those included moratoriums on M&A transactions and other things like that. So I expect debt that's used in those transactions to be a real focus. And, and why is that, Norm? Is it because there's some sort of congressional concern around strapping these companies with, with a lot of debt? I always like to say that debt is neither you know, good nor bad uh, in the investing context. It's simply a magnifier, uh, and it can magnify the upside, but it can also magnify the downside. Uh, I think the congressional attention around this and some of the attention by commissioners is the idea that private equity sort of loads up companies with debt. You know, I actually think the data uh, doesn't really bear that out, um, but that is an impression out there. And I think maybe what will happen is we'll get more reporting about debt and then from there, there could be an action. I'm not sure there's really good data that the commission has. So hopefully this starts with reporting as opposed to substantive requirements. Understood. Another item you mentioned was valuation, which has been a big focus, again, on the 40 Act funds. Not so much on, on the private side yet, except what we're seeing through enforcement cases. And, of course, we saw the enforcement case over um, a recent third-party valuation group. Uh, what do you think will happen around valuation in the private fund side? And of course, valuation, I guess, is always a focus for investment companies, and I think it'll always be a focus. But what out of this administration, where do you think they'll be hyper-focused around valuation? Through the examinations by the SEC over the last few years, we've seen a real focus on valuation at private fund advisors and in positions in their funds. And as you point out, it's now starting to then get out into enforcement activity. Now, there's a little bit of a conundrum here, right? Because it's that valuation that's done by private fund advisors in the private equity space is only relevant when you, you know, it's not really relevant because you realize investments and that's when you get paid. But of course, the commission's point has been you're using those valuations to market subsequent funds. I think the focus on valuation will continue I think the pressure potentially to try to push private fund sponsors towards third-party valuation, I think I would expect that to continue. You could see that, again, through either forcing managers to report whether they use third-party valuation providers, or you could actually get to where it's mandated. Yeah, and one thing that we've seen from a number of our clients around valuation is I would say when I started with the SEC in 2012, there was a more of a focus around policies and procedures. And what we're seeing with a number of our clients, and I'd be interested to know if you're seeing the same thing, is not just about the policies and procedures about valuation, but looking into the inputs around those valuations, looking 
as to whether or not models are changing at certain times. If you're using one model and then you switch to another model and understanding why, I feel like the SEC is getting much more sophisticated when it comes to OC exams around valuation. No question, Matt. So the you know, now renamed Division of Examinations, uh, has been focused on this. And particularly in the private funds unit, there are two, you know, accountants uh, who specialize in looking at valuation. And I totally agree both what model you're using and then what inputs are going into the model. Are they stale inputs? Are they inputs that you sort of had a, you know, some sort of discretion in choosing and you chose maybe a different uh, input than the staff thinks you should have chosen? much more substantive involvement in valuation by the staff. And I only see that continuing. Um, and I think that you're right. It was in the old days, policies and procedures, but we are now to the actual items. And the tip I would give for anyone out there at a private fund advisor is make sure you document any changes in methodology or any changes in inputs. And all we need here is one line on the spreadsheet, but any kind of record of why an input which is was changed is super helpful. Yeah, an incredibly helpful insight. And Norm, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about fiduciary duty, which you mentioned in, in the beginning. We've, I feel like we've been talking about this for years. So what's next? What's coming when it comes to the fiduciary duty rule or standard? So I think this is the place where if there are going to be significant substantive changes in the duties of private fund advisors, this is the, I think this is the battleground. You know, the Senate's pretty closely divided, right? So who knows what legislative type things are going to come out around financial services. But through rulemaking, you could see fiduciary duty being used as the way in to start thinking about substantive requirements of managers. For instance, could fiduciary duty mean that you can no longer have a side letter that gives one investor a right that another investor doesn't get? Is that a possible interpretation? Uh, if you want to go further and look at Senator Warren's focus on stakeholders in companies, could fiduciary duty be reinterpreted to say that before you buy a company or before you sell it, you have to look at you know the workforce stakeholders, you have to look at other metrics? I think I'm really watching fiduciary duty because I think if we're going to start seeing those kind of substantive requirements, that's how it's going to be done. What about around the, the DOL uh, fiduciary duty rule? Any change in kind of that pecuniary standard? You know, we'll have to see whether, you know, they go back to the DOL. I, I'm sort of see it. So I think the, I actually think this action could be at the SEC because I think it could be to try to get to managers through the fiduciary duty lens and maybe worry a little less about the DOL front, which is really the retirement uh, program, you know, uh, plans. So, but we'll see. That's certainly another possibility. Norm, thanks so much for joining us today. This was really insightful, and we appreciate all of your thoughts. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the KPMG Investment Management Perspectives Podcast. For more information, go to listen.kpmg us slash im perspectives and be sure to subscribe to this series to be notified of new episodes